Welcome to episode four of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father, son, fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on episode four, what are your biggest sports moments of 2019? Buckle up as father and son go wheels up with their top selections. Do you believe in rookie NHL head coach Sheldon Keefe? Father and son go tape to tape with their big predictions. Are you ready to go green with us? Take a ride on Santa's sleigh and hear a Champs and Chums rendition of a holiday classic. And we'll head home for an episode four with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on episode four of the Champs and Chums podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Champs and Chums, episode four. Ashton, can you believe it's December already? Well, it's been really far from, I can't believe it's been a rush through season. Yeah, the, the season certainly rushed through fast. Here we are. Welcome to episode four of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. So Ashton, uh, boy oh boy, it's actually been a pretty busy November when we think about sports, right? Yeah. I mean, we had uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers win uh, the Grey Cup over the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So that was one of Canada's biggest sports events. And of course, we um, we had uh, that fairy tale run by the uh, Toronto FC stopped a little short. As you know, we watched that game. They played yeah. the Seattle Sounders. We lost one three. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough, uh, a tough uh, match for sure. But a great season uh, and and such will, such grit by yeah. the uh, Toronto FC. Um, it's been a busy month on our part as well, too. Um, why don't you tell a little uh, little bit about the fun story, the fun Champs and Chums adventure, action we had in Erie, Pennsylvania? Okay. Um, so we had to go on a bus, so we drove three hours, and then we switched the driver, and then we drove three hours with the other driver. So in total, that's six hours. We got back, I guess, in six hours, so... Well, what a, what a lot of fun. It was the first time you were in Erie, Pennsylvania. Daddy. Thanks to the Raptors 905. Yeah, Daddy. go ahead, Ashton. What's 6 plus 6? 12. You're right. I was thinking 12. Wow, you're testing me, eh? Very good, very good. You're testing Dad's mathematics skills. But let's get back to this Erie trip because the Raptors 905 invited us. We were with, with all, a bunch of members. It was a great time, and they won. Yeah, they won their first regular season game. And they won in championship form. They beat the Erie Bayhawks in triple overtime. Yep, triple overtime. Some kind of win, so we're hoping for big things to close out Over the season. Over my bedtime. It was definitely past your bedtime, no doubt about that. But uh, yeah, it's been a busy uh, busy time for sports, life, and friendship. And we want to give a shout out to uh, someone behind the glass 
celebrating a birthday. You remember that Uncle Dennis, his birthday was just only a few short days ago, right Ashton? So what do you want to say to Uncle Dennis? Happy 76th birthday, Uncle Dennis. 76? Oh my goodness, is he that old? That's PK Subban numbers I right mean, there. um, wait, not that old. Uh, I think 46, Yeah, right? 46. All right, sorry, I didn't sorry Uncle say Dennis. That. Yeah, I we, didn't we've, uh, say that. We've shared your age on uh, episode four here, the Champs and Chums, but Uncle Dennis, just in typical champs and chums form we have a little something for you so come on over to the other side here come on over to the other side yeah uncle dennis is going to make his way over to the studio and we've got something for you here ladies and gentlemen we know this is a podcast and it's live radio but we're going to give you a little pictures and descriptions so uncle dennis how does it feel to uh to have another birthday why don't you tell tell the listeners at home feels feels good thank you appreciate this. oh wow well open it up we're not just here the card you can open up a bit later but we're here on uh, episode four we're wishing great birthday wishes to a friend of the show and a, and a big contributor uncle dennis uncle dennis has opened this up what, what do you got there uncle dennis looks like a raptors jersey not just any raptors jersey it is Action. pascal siakam pascal siakam Spicy P, nice. all for a good guy, Uncle Dennis. Happy birthday, number 43, Siakam. Enjoy as you take in some of the uh, the Raptors games for the season. And uh, thanks for all your help all year. And uh, how? And, and, and did you have a good birthday? Yeah, I did. That's oh. very good. I oh. think that's another present that I saw. No, I no, I... Was- no, I think that's good for Can now. Can you open the card? Well, we'll open, open the card a bit later. Well, but I, I wanna, Uncle Dennis, I thanks for joining us in the studio. Here. We're going to get back to uh, talk radio at its best. It's father-son fun talk. And that was just a little something for our good friend Uncle Dennis who uh, celebrated his birthday. But uh, let's get back into December because it's a pretty big, big month, Ashton, because it's not just to the end of the year but it's the end of a decade. How do you think your your year 2019 has been? It's been really, really good, but it's still 2019, it's not 2020 yet. Not 2020 yet, but soon enough, my friends, soon enough, but uh, yeah. now uh, Santa's on his way. He is only, a, a, what, 18 days away as we're sitting here in this wonderful podcast studio in the city of Brampton. Um, but have you been, nice or have you been naughty this year i guess i don't really know i think nicer would be the answer well nice is always the answer for sure and i think you've been a nice guy but why do you think you're on santa's nice list this year because i listen to my teacher when she's talking and listen to others when i'm talking and i um participate in everything and my work i have to do well that's great you are responsible for your work and that's good things all all about the champs and chums for sure um well listen we're going to talk a little bit about santa i think just as a hint to the listeners a little bit later in the in, in episode four but ashton let's move on now to father son free for all round one what are your biggest sports memories of 2019? And in typical Olympic form, we have our bronze, our silver, 
and our gold medals, father and son perspective on what a brilliant year it's been in 2019. But listeners at home, we have our top selection. So Ashton, you go first with your bronze medal. My bronze medal is Tiger Woods wins his first major tournament in 11 years. Wow, what a story that was in 2019. Tiger Woods, arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time, uh, wins his uh, 15th major, his first since 2008 when he won the Masters in 2019. Um, What a performance um, at 43 years old, Ashton. And he's had... Oh, um, that's... Can I just tell you something? Sure. That's Pascal Siakam's number. Oh, man, bang on. You got it. You got it. Pascal Siakam's number, Tiger Woods' age. So your bronze medal is Tiger Woods, who won his fifth Masters title. On final Sunday, he shot a two-under par 70, and he became a the first $2 million man uh, in Masters history with that win. It was his fifth Masters title. So that's your bronze. Okay, it's Dad's turn. My bronze medal for 2019 sports moments is going to the football field. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots win their sixth Super Bowl title. I mean, when I think of the New England Patriots, I think of Brady, I think of Belichick. I, the only one word comes to me. It's dynasty. Wow, wow. They won 13-3 to over the Los Angeles Rams, and uh, it was uh, the sixth uh, title, the sixth Super Bowl title for the New England Patriots tying the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And again, talking about age and grace and performance, we've talked about it on episodes of Champs and Chums. At 41 years old, Tom Brady became the first player to win six Super Bowl titles. What do you think of that feat? Well, um, that's a lot. So, um, well, um, lucky for him because he has won like a lot. Six is a is a bunch. Yeah, and then also his sidekick coach, Bill Belichick, who's on the sidelines leading the way with the team. He's been the oldest coach now to win a Super Bowl at the age of 66. So my bronze medal, Tom Brady, New England Patriots win their sixth Super Bowl. Bronze? My bronze medal. Now, your silver medal, Ashton. Fire away. My silver medal is Bianca Andrescu. Her... um, Season-winning Indian Wells, Rogers Cup, and U.S. Open Grand Slam, and she won it. Wow, we talked about her as well, too, on on an earlier episode. What a sensational performer she was. Uh, A Canada's own, of course. And her, where where is she originally from, Ashton? She's in Peel. She was from Mississauga. Mississauga, Ontario. And uh, three singles titles, you mentioned them. Uh, Indian Wells... A Rogers Cup, and who can forget that I wonderful so performance good. on a Saturday night? You and I were tuned into it to watch her defeat uh, Serena the, Williams. You got it, the queen, one of the queen of tennis is Serena Williams. Um, young Bianca Andrescu, only at 19 years old, $6.5 million in prize money. She is going to be a big time performer, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Excellent. And why do you think that, Ashton? Because um, 
She has, it looks like, like so much prize money. She has like six, how much? Over $6.5 million in, in prize money. And that was only just in 2019. Can you believe that? And you know what? She puts in the work, right? We talked about that on our episodes. Okay, good stuff. We're going to move on to Dad's Silver Medal for 2019 Top Sports Moments. We're going to go to the Baseball Diamond. The Washington Nationals win their first ever World Series. And Ashton, you're a little too young to remember this, but um, the way the story goes is that the Washington Nationals had a little bit of Canadiana to it. The Washington Nationals used to be the Montreal Expo. So congratulations to the Washington Nationals who beat the Houston Astros on October 30th to win its franchise's first championship. And uh, at, on the hill for that uh, that game, who was a big time performer, I had him in my fantasy league, Steven Strasburg, an 18 game winner during the regular season. He was five and oh, ladies and gentlemen, with an ERA under two in the, in the postseason. And he became the World Series MVP. What do you think it took for him? He's had a, a pretty storied career, but he finally got over the hump. What did the things that Steven Strasburg would have done to, to get that title? What would he have done? He wouldn't have um, played hard. He wouldn't have broke some bats. Well, he might have broke some bats. He yeah. might have broken some hearts as well, too, when he struck out all those guys on the mound. That guy's a power pitcher, no doubt. But that's my silver medal. So listen, let's go on to our gold medals. And Ashton, we're going to go on to your gold medal uh, and tell the listeners at home what your 2019 top moment in sports was. You know who it is? The Raptors, baby. They won the first championship. Raptors, baby. The Raptors. You're right. You got it. The Toronto Raptors became the first uh, NBA team outside of Can outside of the United States to win the first Canadian team to win it and Ashton we can't forget that journey the the journey that the uh, Toronto Raptors went on um, boy oh boy they won uh, 114 to 110 to win uh, the the NBA title over the Golden State Warriors 4-2 in the series but how did they get there Remember Game 7? Tell the fans about that. Let's let's think about that because we were in the arena. We were in Scotiabank Arena when that famous shot happened. Tell the fans at home. That was crazy, crazy, crazy because I thought it wasn't going to go in, but it went in. That was so surprising. Yeah, and that was Kawhi Leonard, all-star oh. forward and finals MVP for the second time. What a performance it was for him. And uh, who else on that team really stepped up during that uh, that playoff? You know what I think? Kyle Lowry Pascal with 26 points. They, you're right, 26 points that they had in the finals as well, too. Um, and so much promise as we close 2019. They opened up their 2019-20 campaign. How do you think they're going to do in 2020, Ashton? Well, um, they've been losing... Like some games, they lost the Rocket game. They lost the Houston Rocket game, Houston Rockets game, and then they watched lost um, the Milwaukee Bucks game. We watched it at the. Yeah, we watched. We the watched it at the, the Powers Girls' house, the Milwaukee Bucks game. Yeah, 
We also we also watched the Milwaukee Bucks game in Ottawa with the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis over May long weekend. I remember that fun in Ottawa. What a fun time that was. And so that was just part of the journey. And, you know, I got to say, it was like a nation from coast to coast coming together during that special time. So that's your gold medal. Let's go to dad's gold medal to close um, round one free for all, father, son, free for all, round one. My gold medal goes to the St. Louis Blues winning their Stanley Cup. They were paced by Jordan, Jordan Binnington. So they, uh, uh, they beat uh, Boston in game seven on June the 12th. And uh, what a performance it was because that team, if you do remember, um, they were 31st place in the National Hockey League on January 3rd. And then they started to improve. They came together as a team. Uh, they got a new coach. Um, uh, they, uh, Jordan Binnington started, came up. So Craig Berube and Jordan Binnington, along with the entire players, had such a big, big um, influence on them winning that title. And of course, we can't forget Ryan O'Reilly, the Conn Smythe Trophy winner. Eight goals, 15 assists. The St. Louis Blues uh, winning the, uh, the Stanley Cup. Good stuff. Well, we're going to shift gears. We're going to stay on the ice. We're going to talk about father-son, free-for-all, round two. And the question is, Ashton, do you believe in rookie NHL head coach Sheldon Keefe? Share with the listeners your thoughts. Well, um, they've been winning some games. Um, and he was with the... Um, Toronto Marlies, yeah. Yeah, Toronto Marlies, and they were winning, but they unfortunately they didn't win the Stanley Cup. Well, well, you know what? Uh, there's promise for it. You know, Leafs Nation is uh, large, and uh, Sheldon Keefe, of course. You know, we've talked about uh, this other uh, other coach on uh, on Champs and Chums. That's Mike Babcock. So on November twentieth, uh, Sheldon Keefe took over. The reigns to become the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, relieving Mike Babcock of his duties. And um, it's going to take some time, Ashton, right? Um, but he's a young coach, right? He's only 39 years old. How do you think he's going to work with the young players, Ashton? Tell the listeners at home. Well, it's a really young team. There's lots of young players. and um... Name some of the young players that Sheldon Keefe will have to work with. Austin Matt, I mean, not Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner. Um, let's see here. Uh, you got Johnny Toronto. We've talked about him quite a bit. Austin Matthews, too. Yeah, a lot of players. So yeah. we're going to look forward to that story evolving. They had a great start out of the gates, which is most often happens when you have a coaching change. There's been a lot of uh, uh, conversation and uh, observation that the team is a bit looser. Uh, we'll see how good this team is in 2020 for sure. But Sheldon Keefe um, becomes the, uh, the uh, coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, he had a, a decorated uh, career representing the Marlies, uh, won 199 games uh, for the Toronto Marlies during his tenure there. Uh, Calder Cup champion. Everywhere this guy has actually gone, he's won. And there's something to be said for, 
for leadership and working with the young team. And uh, he's a Brampton boy, Sheldon Keefe, you, you, you should know. So shout out to uh, another Bramptonian, Sheldon Keefe. Okay, Ashen, father-son free-for-all, round three, the final round. This one is a special festive holiday edition of episode four. We've got a third chair here in the studio. Guess who's with us, ladies and gentlemen? It's one half of the Power Girls, Serena Backus. Serena, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. First of all, I just want to say on behalf of Ashton and I, thank you so much for joining us on episode four, but thank you even larger for all the work that you're putting in and contributing behind the glass. How does it feel to be on this side of the studio now? Um, it's really exciting, yeah. And tell, tell the listeners at home, it's so good that we have you on the podcast, right? What have you been learning? Like, tell us about how this all came to be, uh, Serena. Well, I've learned a lot about, like, technology, a lot more about computer stuff. And, yeah. Oh, it's been so good. So good to have you part of the team. So we have one half of the Power Girls. You see... Ashley Backus has to be on the other side of the glass. I'm not sure if it's that or if she doesn't want to get into the singing part, but soon enough in future episodes we might. But yes, Ashley is taking care of all the controls behind the glass there with Uncle Dennis. So listen, let's get to Father Son Free For All round three and I'm going to introduce it by saying, ladies and gentlemen, listeners at home, this is the Champs and Chums rendition of the 12 Days of Christmas with a red and green sports feel to it. So uh, the three of us have become a trio and we're gonna deliver the Champs and Chums rendition of the question. of the 12 Days of Christmas. And Ashton has a question. What's a trio? A trio is the three of us. Yeah. We are now gonna put on a musical performance for all the fans on Champs and Chums. Are you guys ready to go? Yes! All right, here we go. So on three, two, one. On the first day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me a champion Raptor jersey. On the second day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me two star sticks and, and a, a champion, champion Raptor jersey. On the third day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me Three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the fourth day of Christmas, my sportsman gave to me four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the fifth day of Christmas, my sportsman gave to me five Canadian gloves. Four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the sixth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me six Green Rider footballs, five Canadian gloves. Four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the seventh day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me. Seven balls, sweatpants, six green rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. 
On the eighth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me eight Oakland A gloves, seven bull sweatbands, six big rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the ninth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me 949er clipboards, 8 Oakland A gloves, 7 Bulls sweatbands, 6 Grid Rider footballs, 5 Canadian gloves, 4 Eagle helmets, 3 TFC balls, 2 Star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the 10th day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me 10 Packer cooler packs, 8 Oakland A gloves, 7 Bulls sweatbands, Six green rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me eleven angels in the outfield, ten Packer cooler packs, nine forty nine er clipboards, eight Oakland A gloves, seven bull sweatbands, six green rider footballs. Five Canadian gloves, four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me twelve Celtic jerseys, eleven angels in the outfield, ten Packer cooler packs, nine forty er clipboards, eight Oakland A gloves, seven bull sweatbands. Six and rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. Hey, great job, everybody. That is the Champs and Chums rendition to the 12 Days of Christmas. Fist bumps all around. Power Girl number one. Ashton, great job. Merry Christmas, everybody. And Ashton, you are going to take us to break on episode four. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father, son, fun talk. This is the Champs and Chums podcast, episode four. Welcome back to the program. And Ashton, it is now time for the All Pro Go segment. And just for the listeners at home, our All Pro Go segment is a Did You Know Sports Spotlight. So my chum over here, Ashton, is going to take us through the special sport that we're going to be talking about on episode four segment. Ashton, you're going to be talking about skiing. Take it away, my friend. What is skiing? The action of traveling over snow on skis, especially as a sport or recreation. Competitive skiing falls into two categories, Nordic cross-country, racing, jumping, and a... Biathlon, you got it. Biathlon and alpine. Downhill or straight racing. A A slalom racing around a series of markers. That's right. 
a series of markers. The oldest denouncement. The oldest documented evidence document, of skiing, yeah, is found in the region of Norway. Evi evidence of skiing is found in um, the region of Norway and Sweden from. Primitive carvings dated back to the 5,000. Keep going, man. 5,000 BC. The first record downhill skiing race was held in Sweden in 1879. Blind skiing made its first debut in the Winter Olympics of 1936 and, and German born Fraser France Fener became the first man to win a gold medal in the championship. Skiing is only the sixth letter word in English language with the double I. Exactly in the middle, skiing is one of the fastest non-motorized motorized sports. motorized sports on land. Skiers can ski fast, faster than a car and this proven proven by Simone Orjoni, or, yeah, Orjoni in 2006. In 2006, that set a world speed skiing record at 156.2 miles per hour. 156 miles an hour. That's impressive. Compared to the speed of road cars at 120 miles per hour approximately 20 275 canadian ski areas see more over 19 million visitor visits per season 14.2 percent of canadians over the age of 12 participate in skiing and snowboarding great stuff and uh, just to add a few more to this all pro go segment of skiing there's some famous names that have actually gone down the slopes as it were ashton so one of the top skiers he's now 63 years old is ingemar stenmark ingemar stenmark of sweden a world alpine ski racer we've got uh lindsey vaughn geez uh we were talking a little bit about Tiger Woods earlier in episode four. Uh, they used to be a couple, Lindsey Vaughn. Um, and actually there's another sports connection with Lindsey Vaughn because Lindsey Vaughn and PK Subban are a power couple. Did you know that? Mm -mm. All right, so Lindsey Vaughn, another championship uh, alpine skier. Herman Meyer, another name of, of Austria. Flens Kammer, who could forget Alberto Tomba? The, uh, from Italy, uh, a technical slalom skier and giant slalom skier from the, uh, from the 80s. And uh, Perman Zuprigen, a name from the past, a ski, world alpine ski racer from Switzerland. And we will close our segment from there. Good job, my chum. A little fist bump there. So that is our All Pro Go segment. That is skiing. And you're listening to episode four of the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. It's episode four in Ashton. This is our final big segment for 2019. This is the reason why we've built this podcast now in episode four. It's our Champs and Chums segment, 
celebrating stars on and off the field. And Ashton, we're going to kick it into high gear here for our final segment of Champs and Chums. And you're going to name your champ, your chum, and father will do the same, Champs and Chums. Ashton, over to you with your champ. My champ is LeBron James. Um, how I think he's good is that um, he's been um, trading teams from the Cavs to the um, to the Los Angeles Lakers. He's made lots of changes, and uh, and I can't believe he's came this far to the NBA. Well, he sure has. 2003 draft pick, LeBron James, first pick overall, all six foot nine, 250 pounds of that. Did you know one stat about LeBron James? What? He spends a million dollars on his body, just sort of taking care of it, health, wellness, nutrition. What do you think about that? That's really crazy. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, and I mean, and that's an interesting champ, right? Because I would say he is arguably uh, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I think only probably Michael Jordan. Yeah. Now, why don't you tell the listeners at home, because your champ for episode four, you saw him play live, didn't you? Yeah, so we were sitting two rows, three rows behind courtside, and it was really fun. We got to see him live. So Popcorn and all, man. Yeah. So you got to see... Your champ of episode four, LeBron James, uh, take it to the hoop. And uh, he went to St. Mary's High School. His hometown is Akron, Ohio. He played for the Cleveland Cavaliers for uh, from 2003 to something? 2010. Can I tell you something? Yeah. He used to play football when he was like a teenager. Well, I tell you, he, he, he's, a, he's definitely a multi-sport athlete. But just to finish off a bit on Ashton's champ, Miami Heat 2010 to 2014. Uh, went back to the Cavaliers from 2014 to 2018. And now he's with your man, the long-range bomber. Who's that? Danny Green. Danny Green with the Los Angeles Lakers. So Ashton's champ on episode uh, four of the Champs and Chums podcast is LeBron James. Can you say my chum? Absolutely. Now it's time for your chum. It's Santa Claus. Santa Claus? Wow, how ironic on episode four. Here we are in December and you've got Santa Claus. Now why is Santa your chum? Because he's always nice to children and he's always... Um, and right now he's um he's one thousand one thousand and seven one thousand seven hundred and forty nine years old right now. That That's is probably your oldest thing. chum, Ash and I would say. One thousand seven hundred and forty nine years old? Wow, that's amazing. So Santa Claus, why Santa Claus? Like have you been a good person? Tell me a little bit about your 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 friendship with Santa Claus. Because I really like him and um yesterday we had Santa photos and I took a picture but I didn't get to see my picture yet. But we bring it home so Oh yeah. that's amazing. So Ashton's chum on episode four, how appropriate being December and all, it's 
Santa Claus, listeners at home. Santa Claus. That's great. Well, now it's Dad's turn. So uh, my champ on episode four, and I got to tell you, we're just we talked a little bit earlier about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The CFL has been a mainstay for me. I'm a big CFL fan and an even bigger Toronto Argonauts fan. And I would say one of the greatest players to put the jersey on for the Bowman is Michael Pinball Clemens, now the president and uh, general manager of the uh, Toronto Argonauts. And boy, Pinball, as they call him, is, um, I got to tell you, he's only five foot six. But one of the things, ladies and gentlemen, is that height doesn't measure heart. And Michael Pinball Clemens is all heart. Um, he was born on January the 15th, 1965. Uh, he played uh, years for the Toronto Argonauts. He held similar roles, not just on the field as being a star tailback for the, uh, the team, but uh, as an administrator, he was coach, he was president, general manager, uh, CEO, he held that, um, that reign. And I got to say that that hire was a brilliant one from the Argos. And I'll tell you why, Ashton. This, this guy has got passion. He's exactly the model of what we say in Champs and Chums. He's a high performer. He demands as much of himself as he does of his people around him. And he gives. He gives. And he gives out in the community. And... Um, uh, you've seen Michael Pinball's Clemens around, but you're hearing Dad talk about a, a man like that who's 54, Michael Pinball Clemens, number 31, but age 54. How do you feel about when you hear stories like that about uh, Michael Clemens? Well, it's a big story. It's a new story for me. Um, and, yeah, it's, um, it's a really surprising story. Yeah, and then... Uh, a little uh, uh, tip and a little uh, nugget at home for the listeners. It was Tom Cudney, the guest running back coach back in 1989 that uh, Nick named him Pinball because of his running style. But uh, my champ on episode four of the Champs and Chums podcast is Michael Pinball Clemens. Now, we move on to the chum. Wait, and so his real name was Michael Clemens? Michael Clemens, yeah. But they call him the pinball because of the way he played. Again, height doesn't measure heart. But let me shift now to my final part for uh, my chum of episode four. And this one means a lot to me. Here we are at the end of the year. And the end of the year and the end of a decade makes you think a lot more about... Um, uh, reflection and you think about special people that have been part of your life whether they're here uh, on planet earth or they're here in spirit so ladies and gentlemen my chum for episode four is my dad Alan Alfred and that's pretty special um, my dad as I might, might have mentioned on episode one he passed away when I was nine years old I was ready to play soccer and I had a pretty good career uh, I wouldn't say professional career, but had a pretty good career in community playing soccer at a competitive level. My dad, Ashton, never got a chance. Your grandpa, Alan, never got a chance to see me play soccer, you know? So it's kind of special to be able to celebrate him, 
Grandpa Alan, my dad, Alan Alfred, because everything I hear about him, everything I know and picking up only of nine years, but talking to uh, people is that he was a good man. He had good spirit. He had good energy. Um, he was a great spokesperson. He loved his family and he did things the right way. And for that, um, I want to celebrate my dad. And uh, you've gone to see Grandpa Alan as well, too, every year on Father's Day. Tell the listeners at home about that experience. Well, I have to clean the... I have to clean his thing. and then His grave, to, yeah? Yeah, and I have to put new flowers. Yeah. And I don't know what... But I how does it make you feel when you go back there? You're seven years old now. I'm going to be 47 in February. But how does it make you feel everywhere when you go back to see Grandpa Alan? I don't know. I don't know really yet. But it makes me feel sad. Yeah, there's some sadness to it. But i got to tell you, um, there's some great um, reflection and some great appreciation. Because when you think about Champs and Chums and the reason why, Ashton, we decided to pull, we created this. And it's all because we're celebrating sports, life, and friendship. And I couldn't think of a better person to tribute as we close out 2019, close out this decade, than giving thanks to my dad. And so that's Alan Alfred. So with that, that's our Champs and Chums segment. We'll be back to close this puppy up. This episode four, we're gonna. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father son fun talk. It's the Champs and Chums podcast. And Ashton, this is our closing segment. And. Uh, I always ask you this, and it's been such a great episode. Lots of excitement, entertainment, music, singing, learning, talking, conversing. But what was the biggest thing you learned on episode four? Um, that um, it's not about the weight, it's about the heart. The height, I mean. That's really good that you picked up on that. You know what? It's not about the... It's not the measure of a person. It's not about their height. It's about their heart. It's what they have, right? I've always said that if you can do things uh, handmade, meaning genuine, and you do things heroic, you've got some big things ahead of you. So how nice of you to reflect on that and uh, in terms of what you learned. But um, we really wanted to thank this. This is kind of the, the last episode for the decade. So who do we want to thank, Ashton? for helping us with episode four and thinking about all the great things that we've done since we launched this podcast. Uncle Dennis, he's not even here. I don't know where he is. Yeah, Uncle um, Dennis is taking care of things behind the glass. Power Girls. Power Girls, Serena and Ashley, yeah. thank you so much for all you've done. Yeah. The city of Brampton's been yeah. amazing. So why, why do you have a few words for the city of Brampton as we wrap up this uh, segment? Absolutely. So a shout out to the city of Brampton. Um, and again, uh, you can tune in to all of our episodes uh, for Champs and Chums. And they can listen to what platforms, Ashton? What platforms can they listen to? They can listen to iTunes, Spotify, what else? SoundCloud. Google Play, Facebook. Well, this is where we're at. Facebook. 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and this is our Facebook. You and got it. At our, Champs and Chumps. Yeah. You got it. And you can check out our website now. We've got a brand new website that we uh, set up just to get going. It's champsandchums.com. And we also have a contest that's going on. So make sure you have until December the 13th. Them the tell them a little bit about the contest. Go so ahead. it's a Raptors 905 game. We will be away in Cuba that time. So it's courtside seats. And if you don't know where it is, it's in Mississauga. And, um, and they're playing actually the Clippers, the farm team for the LA Clippers. What? They are. We're going to miss that, but yeah, we'll, we'll be in the Cayo Santa Maria enjoying some uh, relaxing time and some sun. Building Been some a very, very busy year, but Ashton's right. It's our New Year's Yay giveaway that's on Facebook and Instagram and also Twitter. And uh, you'll have a chance to win courtside seats, so enter for a chance to win. You can visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out more about how you can enter our contest. So with that, Ashton, why don't we wish the listeners a, a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. So as we do signature, we do our signature fist bump, and we say cheers to champs, cheers to chums, and cheers to an all-star day. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.